Last week we talked about Simon, man. Thanks for coming back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. Listen, last week we talked about the sorcerer's profession of the faith of Jesus Christ. It was Simon. And so what's radical is Peter and John were on a mission. And they were going about Jerusalem and all around Israel preaching the gospel. Peter and John, Jesus gave the keys to them. Go look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. But to Peter, he was the one God would use to open the doors to the Jews. And so chapter chapter 2, you know, describes this, but the, the Samaritans in chapter 8 also describes that. But what I wanted to talk to you this morning was about that the Holy Spirit is so powerful, man. It's amazing and it's so amazing that when you receive the Holy Spirit, it does marvelous, radical things to your life. Things that you would never, ever, ever imagine. And Simon saw the Holy Spirit working. And boy, was he amazed to see the radical, beautiful thing of the Holy Spirit. The power and the, and the life-changing uh, miracles that the holy spirit does in our life man aren't you guys excited man i'm excited this morning listen i want to talk to you guys about growing in his word because growing in his word was made and it's sponsored by the holy spirit this is my favorite chapter man because the holy spirit is like a it just you can never stop the holy spirit man we're going to get into that this morning father we come before you lord we want to receive your holy spirit lord teach us your holy spirit your official message that you've never left us, Lord Jesus. Your Holy Spirit dwells in us and around us, and we love you for that, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph, man. And man, last week the church was, Paul was making havoc all over. Simon was basically getting taken care of. The sorcerer's sin basically was, you know, he was converted, but later on they're trying to say that, oh yeah, Simon was a fake. Man, we can't judge people. Listen, we can't judge people. God can judge only God. But listen to this, man. We're going to get into this where we left off last week, where we talked about how basically Simon saw that laying on the apostles with the hands of the Holy Spirit was given. He offered them money. He wanted to give them money for it. He's seen this powerful gift. <laughs> you know, he's probably thinking, oh, I could do the magic tricks with this Holy Spirit. You see, and that's where believers and non-believers try to negotiate with the Holy Spirit. They try, see, I believe that he was practicing sorcery and I really believe that the Holy Spirit fell upon him and said, you want to play with that nasty demon stuff? Watch what this does to you. And I believe God's love was so deep in Simon's life that he was like, wow, uh, I, I can't believe it. And God showed him and revealed to him that he is the Messiah, that Yeshua is the Messiah, and he, he, he revealed the characteristics of his Holy Spirit to the sorcerer's sin. He exposed him to him. And you're thinking, oh, I want to, you know, you see these people playing with these fortune cards, these, these you know, these let me read your palm. Okay, yeah, okay. I got five lines and five lives and nine lives and, and 16 days to win the lottery. Oh, sure. Okay, sure you go. And then let's be 
these these gypsies are making money off these people. You know, they go to these stalls in Los Angeles and Hollywood and Ventura and and wherever you are. I don't care if you're in Rome or and read my palm because I have no faith. They have no faith. They don't trust in the Messiah. And they don't read the Bible. Can you imagine if Jesus, if people would just read their Bible, they wouldn't have to read their palm? It's all here, man. Listen, let's just call him the palm reader. And, you know, basically, God sent Peter and John and showed them, look, dude, you're not reading no more palms, man. They're sweating. Listen, the Holy Spirit is going to show you the palm. And I really believe Last week we talked about that. We talked about the palms, not the palms, but the psalms. And we talked about how Jesus Christ is God. And and he's here with us and in spirit and in truth. And I wanted to talk to you about the Holy Spirit because it's amazing. They laid hands on that dude and he received the Holy Spirit and he didn't know what to do. He thought they were playing a magic trick on him. But then what does man do? What does the man do? He wants to make money out of it. That's our sin. We see something, we go to a yard sale. Oh, look at that. That's got to be worth a million dollars. Ah, man, come on. The guy's already Googled it, man, a million times. It's worth $2. Take it home, let it sit on your bench and rot. Listen, what does he want to do? He wants to take God's Holy Spirit and try to prostitute it. That's what he wants. Listen, I see it. I see it. Look. But Peter told him, your money, your money dies with you because you, you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money? You have neither part nor portion of this in this matter. For your heart is not right in the sight of God. Go repent. Dude, get on with it. Repent. The Holy Spirit is not for, not, is not for sale. Listen. Once again, the Holy Spirit is not for sale, and the Holy Spirit acts like a sail in the wind. It's, it, it moves like the wind. It's amazing. It's one of the characteristics of God that keeps us safe from demonic people. Trust me when I say this. And we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Father, we come before you again, Lord Jesus. Speak to us by your Holy Spirit. Amen. Listen. Listen to this, man. So... Here we go, and we're we're on we're on chapter we're on chapter eight, verse twenty-six, because you know they bailed out actually in verse twenty-five. So when they laid so when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. See, the Holy Spirit brought the Samaritans in it brought the Jews together with the non- with it, with the with the believers from the non-believers, the Holy Spirit brought them together. Remember, we talked about how the Holy Spirit unified the Samaritans and the Gentiles into one body, and that's what it was. That's also what the Holy Spirit does. It unifies us. We can be together with the Holy Spirit. You can feel it in people. Praise the Lord, man! You know, you're like, hey, oh, hey, you know. I met a stranger one day. Walked up to him, and he was like, "How are you, brother?" God sent me to you to tell you that he has a plan and this is what he wants. I'm like, okay. And what's next? And God used this guy. We're sitting on a lake and God's using him for the next mission, for Jesus. I'm a soldier for Christ. Jesus sends me where he wants. 
And he's going to send you where he wants. But we got to quit using drugs and alcohol and lies and sin and sorcerer and the things of the world because it's not going to let us. The Holy Spirit cannot work in us when we're on drugs and alcohol and lying and deceiving. That's why he said, go repent, dude. Beat it. This is for real. This ain't a circus show. You want to do drugs? You want to do lies? You want to... You want to creep into your sinful world and lie on things and, and live in the sinful lies? And, and it can work, man. Jesus doesn't say, okay, man, crack a beer. Let's go party. I got the Holy Spirit in you now. No, God doesn't sin. He's perfect. But we are sinners saved by his grace. And I have a friend in Jesus. Yeah, look up that song. It's beautiful. Listen, God's in love with you. I just want you to know that. He doesn't hate you. He loves you. He doesn't want you to hurt yourself. He wants you to love yourself. Listen, let me say that again. God is in love with you. He doesn't want you to hurt yourself. He wants you to love yourself. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Listen, verse 26 says, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, Arise and go towards the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, into the desert. This is the desert. Listen, this, this is the road that goes to Africa. They use this road to go straight to Africa from Israel. I was in Gaza in 05. Not on good terms either. But listen, we call it Aza. So, the road descended from Jerusalem to Gaza. It's southwest of Jerusalem near the Mediterranean coast right there. So it's the last settlement before the desert, the wasteland. It stretches to Egypt. So this was the road most travelers took to Africa. And God had a divine appointment for Philip to meet this Ethiopian eunuch. And, and, and listen to this. The gospel would take the Samaritans to the end of the earth. It's amazing. Man, I want to preach for three hours today, but I won't. I'll keep it short, man. I'll try. The Holy Spirit's working. You guys got to understand, man, that, that the Holy Spirit is limitless. It's powerful. It moves like lightning. It's just, it, it, dude, you're going to be, you're going to be amazed what we read right now. You guys, you're going to, you're going to love this chapter, man. You guys better get on your seatbelts, rack it on. We're going on a roller coaster ride, man. I'm telling you, this is going to be radical. So this, this sermon is going to be like a, like a, a roller coaster going down and up and around, around and around and around. This is an angel. And now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he rose and he went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia. It was a eunuch, a great authority under Candace, the queen of Ethiopians, who had charge, she, okay, who, who had charge of all the treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship. Verse 28. Verse 28. Now listen, this is the this is the eunuch. This is the eunuch, okay? He was he was a minister of finance and he came to Israel to worship. Now I want to show you something, man. This, this is amazing. I'm I'm excited. Listen. I'm sorry, okay? Listen. I know I say listen a lot, but listen, because it's radical. It's awesome. So check this out. He rose and he, and behold a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority. Under Candace, the queen of Ethiopian, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot. Man, this guy's just sitting in his chariot. It's rolling real slow. And he was reading Isaiah, the prophet. Here we go. Remember now, verse 1 says, Now an angel of the Lord. 
Remember, remember verse 1 says, Now an angel of the Lord came. Okay? And then we go back here, and it says in verse 29, he was writing. Uh, he was reading Isaiah. Then the whole listen. Then the Holy Spirit said, "Not Philip, not Pastor Joseph, not anybody, but the Holy Spirit said." Here's what I want to tell you guys. Listen, are you ready? Here's your seatbelt. Here's your roller coaster ride. Every believer needs to understand this. Are they never going to be? Getting it right. They're going to go back to their vomit like a dog that eats his vomit. You ever see those dogs? They, they barf up their own vomit from they eat the grass when they're sick. Well, this is what happens. Like Nebuchadnezzar, he didn't listen to God and God allowed him to become an animal. And he ate his own grass of the fields. I'm not saying you're going to turn it into an animal, but you need to listen to this. I hear so much drama as a pastor that these people who give me the drama... Don't understand because they don't really have the Holy Spirit. They don't know how to get the Holy Spirit. If they had the Holy Spirit, they wouldn't come to me with a fistful of drama. Listen, here it comes. Then the Spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. The Holy Spirit's speaking to Philip. You ever have a knot in your stomach? Where well, you want to puke from the roller coaster ride? Here it comes. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, convicting you. If you don't have conviction, you don't feel bad, you're not under the guide of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit convicts, he doesn't condemn. Remember that. Satan's a condemner. But I want you to listen to this. So Philip ran to him, okay, and heard him reading the prophet of Isaiah. And said, do, do you understand what you're, are you reading? <laughs> Verse 31 says, and he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led a sheep to the slaughter. It's Isaiah 53. And as the lamb before his shear is silent, so he opened not his mouth in his humiliation his justice was taken away, and who will declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth. Listen, he don't know what he's saying. He's reading this out loud. Now, now Philip's excited. Are you ready for this? Now, the Holy Spirit, listen to this. John 14, verse 26 states this. But the helper, you ready? The helper the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Listen, Jesus said this. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Listen, 1 Corinthians, uh, listen to this. 1 John two twenty seven says, as for you, the anointing which you received from him abides in you. And you have no need for anyone to teach you. But as his anointing, his anointing teaches you about all things and is true and is not a lie. And just as it is taught you, you abide in him. Why can't people get this? Non-believers and believers and people. 
Some people just can't get it. And they keep going back to their vomit. They keep eating their own grass. They keep eating their own problems. They keep... Listen. As for you, the anointing which you received, did you receive it? He abides in you. And you have no need for drama. Sorry, it doesn't say drama. It says, you have no need for anyone to teach you. But as His anointing teaches you, His anointing teaches you about all things. And it's true. And it's not a lie. And just... As it has taught you, you abide in him. It's amazing. This dude didn't know what he was talking about. He's probably just reading it. He's probably just reading. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. And yet they made him and, and they made him grave with the wicked. But with the riches is his death. And because he had done no violence. Dude, what are you talking about, bro? You need the Holy Spirit here. Listen, you guys ready? Here it comes, man. Boom. For to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Wow. That, that's powerful, man. That's 1 Corinthians 2.10. Okay? And so the eunuch, verse 34 says, He answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and begin and beginning at the scriptures preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down to the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. Wow. Dude, he got baptized right there. Listen. Listen. Jesus was preached to him. And, but you see, the first century Jews did not really speak much about the suffering of the Messiah. So the Jewish people facing the yoke of the Roman rule believed that the Messiah would come as the Lion of Judah, a delivering king, not a weak lamb. And they believed, they really believed and taught that the suffering, one spoken by Isaiah, was the suffering nation of Israel. But most likely, you see here, the eunuch had heard the official teaching of this passage in Jerusalem. And he still had questions. And Philip showed him that the suffering one was Jesus. He had to suffer on the cross. He had to suffer on the cross. And that's what he did. And he had to suffer on the cross for our, us because our wickedness, our sins. He had, to, he had to die for us. Jesus is the Messiah. He is the line of Judah. Jesus is the one spoken by Isaiah. He was the suffering one for Israel. The eunuch was full of questions. And that's why Philip showed him that the suffering was Jesus. He had to suffer on the cross for the sins of all humanity, all humanity, even the Ethiopian eunuch, because we're all equal, and Jesus loves us all equally. Listen, listen. Philip said in verse 37, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
So he commanded the chariots to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Wow. Now when they came out of the water, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. Wow. Raptured him away, but he didn't take him away. He wasn't raptured. He was transported, man. The dude got time traveled. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but listen. So that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found, and he was found at Azotas. And passing through, he preached in all the cities, and he came to Caesarea. Listen, listen, man. This is amazing because Jesus Christ is real, and everything that he said has happened in this Bible. Doesn't it, doesn't it make you feel better about your life? Listen, knowing that this Bible is real, but we, we don't read it. Why, why don't we read it? Oh, we're too busy trying to make money, or we were drinking, or we're partying, or we get, we get caught up in the world. We let Satan plant seeds in our mind, and he singles us out. Things go real bad because the devil doesn't want you to preach the gospel. There's souls on the line. We're talking about souls. We're talking about heaven versus hell. We're talking about eternity, eternal salvation. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but yet loses his soul? Or what will a man exchange for his soul? You may think, Pastor, that's kind of hardcore. Really? Have you read the book of uh, uh, Acts? Chapter or, uh, uh, 2 Timothy? 2 verse 15, it says, Be diligent to present yourself. Approve to God. Not my, not man. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. Listen. Hell is real. Satan is real. Heaven is real. Jesus is real. You're either for me, Jesus said, or you're against me. Where do you draw the line, man? You either want me or you don't. This isn't that... Child's game, you put your right foot in, you put your left foot out, you do the hokey pokey and you, you know, man, this is, this isn't what it's all about. It's about Jesus and how he paid the price for us on the cross and how we as believers can be redeemed from the wickedness in our hearts, from the enemy that plants wicked thoughts in our lives and not use God's grace as a crutch. Amen. Listen, I told you you were going to get a firecracker roller coaster ride. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen, man. I want to read this to you. Because this is what they were reading together. They were sharing this. You know, the eunuch was sharing this with... with, with, with they were reading this together. I, I, I want to read this scripture with you, okay? The eunuch and Philip were reading this together. This is for you, man. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form of calmness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it was our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely, verse 4 says, he has bore our griefs 
and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we were healed. And we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of all of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. As a sheep before his shears is, is silent, so he opened not his mouth as they were beating him. Remember that. He was taken from prison, from judgment. And who will declare his generation? Was he, For he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgressions of my people. He was stricken and they made him grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence, nor any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He was put to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. Listen. This is for you, man. Listen. If it's boring, then you need to get saved. <laughs> I mean, if you can't handle this and it's in your in your curling in your blood, ah, I gotta stop this fire. Ah, you need to get right. Listen. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. For by his knowledge, my righteousness servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. He bore them their iniquities. Listen to this. Verse 12 says there. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he poured out his soul into death. He was numbered with the transgressors. He bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressor, transgressors. Wow. There goes your priest. You don't need him anymore. You got fired. Look, that, that just fired your priest. What do you need a priest for? Oh, I got to go there and get safe, hell, hell, Mary, full of grace. No, you don't need to. Let's say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. I've fallen short of your grace. And you know what, Lord? I want to change right now. I want to become filled by your Holy Spirit. That's what you need to pray. Let's do it together. Father, we come before you, Lord. We ask, Lord, in your name, Jesus, for the non-believers, I pray that they, they, they pray this prayer. If you don't know Jesus, I need you to say this prayer to yourself. You don't need to say it out loud. If there's, hey, if you're on a bus right now and you got your headphones on, you can, you can read it with your lips. They just think you're listening to the music. Listen, Father God, in your name, Jesus, I pray right now, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Save my nefesh. Nefesh is the spirit. Lord, the soul. Save me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Forgive me, Jesus. I want to repent, Jesus, and become like you, Father. I'm a sinner. I don't want to sin anymore. I don't want the drama anymore. I want to be known, Father, by you personally. Lord Jesus, forgive me. I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose from the grave. And I want to stand with you, Jesus, on Judgment Day. I want to serve you, Lord. To this day, I repent. I give you my life, Jesus. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, <laughs> you're off the roller coaster. And you're in the hands of Jesus. 
And you know what? He's got a plan for you. He's going to take you places you've never seen before. Probably a different ride. But it'll be his ride. Listen, God's in love with you, man. He's not in love with the palm reader. We don't need to play the palm reading cards. We don't need to play the games. We don't need drama. We just need Jesus. Because Jesus can take care of it all. At the cross. It's amazing. God loves you guys, and so do I. Growing in His Word was brought to you by the Holy Spirit. That's my commercial. Listen, empowered by God. Listen, Jesus Christ is in love with you. He has a plan for you. But you got to stop and say, Look, I want the Holy Spirit in my life. I want the Holy Spirit in my life. Jesus, give me your Holy Spirit. I want you. God is in love with you. Listen, next week we're going to talk about the radical Saul, how he persecutes the church and how he becomes, he ends up writing one third of the Bible. I always say half, but it's one third, man. Listen, Jesus Christ is going to be using him powerfully and the love and the mercy is going to flow through this book of Acts. You guys are going to be ready. I'm ready. God bless you guys and thank you for coming and growing in his word. If you want to find us, we're on growinginhisword.com. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. We're on radio.com. No, not, not carm. Radio.com. Pandora, you name it, we're on it. We're there for you guys. God bless you guys. And thanks for coming back. Look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you and we love you guys.